0: You're listening to Adam Air, MD G E D. Underground Cartoon Therapy. Wow. Yep. God, no. That's better. Welcome to the fucking show, guys. Well, this is a cool fucking episode because this one's dealing with my first, this is the first episode about one of my fucking cartoon characters that I fucking made, Pepperoni Pizza Clock. I'm going to take you through the fucking whole history I'm going to tell you how this iconic fucking motherfucking character that I made rocked the foundations of several cities. (laughs) Infatuated motherfuckers across the fucking world. And I'm still not like this popular guy or whatever. It's not the, you know, way that fucking a lot of people want to be popular. I don't care. If people like my shit, they like my shit. They end up fucking loving fucking pizza fucking fuck. I'm going to tell you the fucking total beginning of them, man. (laughs) This is pizza death, by the way. I don't know who that first motherfucker was. Some motherfucker. But this is pizza death with the song pizza death. And you know, I'm going to take you through the whole fucking nine yards pepperoni will be a fucking new thing for you by the time you're fucking done. Alright, stay the fuck tuned in, grab a fucking slice, it's time for a fucking slice, and let's get this motherfucker rolling. Fuck yeah, that's that's that shit. Little pepperoni pizza mosh pit. (laughs) Alright, let's go. Fucking a the history of pepperoni pizza clock what a fucking long ass history he's not a corporate sellout but
1: well, that's where I see things just a little differently contractor no I will not
0: bow to any sponsor <laughs> except for Pizza Hut um, and Pizza Hut brand foods um, <laughs> we all fucking love pizza man it's like this fucking universal fucking thing we love man you know and I've never had a problem with it. I fucking lived off fucking pizza, cheese and pepperoni slices off this place called Abo's on the Pearl Street Mall in Boulder for fucking years. Fucking years I just ate pizza and drank fucking 40s. When your body can just get away with that shit, you know? <laughs> mm. I do remember working at this place called Pizza Time. And Pizza Time was this place that fucking, I just loved so much, man. I'm the birds, I'm I loved it. What makes you think I'm Shut the fuck Actually, I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> okay, so I worked at this place. I remember I had a copy of fucking Sepulterra's fucking Schizophrenia. And working at this fucking pizza joint, you know, and I was just part of that fucking American schism. Everybody has to work at a pizza joint at least once, you know, at least back in the day. And uh, long after I'd quit this pizza time job, I got a call back from a friend who was like, Hey, the guys who run this place, they want to talk to you. They want you to draw ads for them that go into two newspapers, the Colorado Daily and the Daily Camera. (laughs) I was like, I don't know about any of that, dude. You know, I do underground comics, blah, blah, blah. So I told them, you know, hey, all right, I'll come down. You know, they're like, hey, they'll give you free pizza and money just to draw this shit. I was like, all right. I came down. They were like, hey, just draw us a little design, you know, do us something keep it small so I drew this fucking pizza slice fucking hippie head that's all it was was a little tiny head and they were like well that was good but we want you to do something a little bit more out there you know (laughs) okay oh man so I did this like Charles Manson pizza slice head dude And he's all, like, pointing at himself, but it looks like he's flipping you off. And he's going, hey, man, I'm free on Mondays. And it was, like, the free pizza, like, Monday uh, special that they had going on. So I came back in, and I told him, I think I want to do something else, you know? And they were like, yeah, that's cool. We think you should do something new. So I had, like, three hits of acid, and this huge-ass pizza that I took back with me, and I slipped some hits into the fucking pizza, and I fucking ate the pizza, and I sat there at my desk for, like, probably, like, four or five hours, and I kept sticking on the pizza slice head, the pizza slice head, and I was like, eh. What's better than the fucking pizza slice? What's better than that? The whole pizza. (laughs) And I had hit this peak, you know, of tripping so hard. And so the special was to get like a, a pizza on the house. If you get two, you get one on the house large pizza. (laughs) So I drew a picture of pepperoni pizza clock. And I chose the clock because I was like, well, it's called pizza time. And it's time for a fucking slice. And I just kept that, time for a slice. I don't think it's a new thing. I don't think it was original that I did that, you know, but that became his pitch slogan. And I've seen other pep... Pepperoni pizza cartoon characters, but I haven't seen a pepperoni pizza fucking clock Man, I drew this thing it went into the newspaper And all these kids across the street at the high school fell in love with it And a whole group of kids were just calling it the ugly pizza, and they sold more pizzas in that little time period I Ended up doing about five or six more ads and that was kind of the birth of Pepperoni Pizza Pots, so.
1: <laughs>
0: From there, it gets contagious. Holy fucking macaroni. <laughs> oh, man. After, like, seven ads I did for a pizza time, <laughs> they decided they were going to try to rip off your dear M.D.G.E.D. and try to take the art and act like, oh, you know, oh, well, I gave it to you for 20 bucks and da-da-da, no. That's my fucking character. You get to have, you get to hold on to the art. I'm leaving. I want my art back. And so they gave me back my art and they made some kind of, like, shitty kind of, like, It wasn't a threat, but they were like, you get yours. This like black dude and this Italian chick who were trying to rip off pepperoni pizza clock. (laughs) Like man, shudder to think the audacity of some people, you know, what the fuck over here? So, you know, I ended up moving to fucking Denver and I was in Lakewood and I pimped off Pepperoni Pizza Clock on a couple different places Everybody bit Uh, One guy, he ended up using him for an ad and he was just cool He was like, I just need one ad Cool man, never use my character again That's how it should be You gotta explain to these guys You don't get the fucking character you get to use his ass. I'm pimping him off to you, you know? <laughs> I went to this other place, and the guy fucking was like, Yeah, I want you to do fucking mural, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, fine. And we hadn't even set up a time or anything. It was inside of like eight hours. He's like, how come you're not fucking down here? I think he called me at night. And my, my friend's girlfriend handed me the phone at their house where I was staying at. Cause she's like, someone's angry. And I was like, hello? He's, Angels are going to come down and get you for this. They're going to get you for this shit. <laughs> Freak the fuck out, man. So when I went to the third place, I was like, I just created a character they could have. And they couldn't have pepperoni, motherfucker.
1: Up your range.
0: (laughs) Turns out Pepperoni was getting too big for his pepperonis. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking son of a bitch. God damn it. Anyway, I got tired of fucking like getting fucked over by these little pizza shops. Oh, we'll give you twenty bucks. Oh god. Fuck you. Uh <laughs> I think after uh enough people had fucking already pushed me and the character, I felt like every time they were pushing me around, they were pushing pepperoni around. They're one and the same. <laughs> So I you know, I was like, well fuck it man. I'm gonna go ahead and just turn pepperoni pizza clock into a a grease ball fucking drug dealing fucking asshole. <laughs> I actually drew him in a fucking uh this one strip called Barnacle Biaches Suck Dioc and Shiot And he goes to pick up some drugs, and he gets on the wrong ship, and it's the Calico from the Godzilla cartoon. And he's like, where are the fucking drugs at, eh? Like, uh, we don't settle with talking pizza clocks. And they press the little alarm. And Godzilla shows up, and he's like, holy fucking no, no! Godzilla fucking eats pepperoni pizza clocks. And instantly sharts him out of his ass. You know, he does have a good ending. He meets some chick on the love boat on his next drug fucking pickup. and They fuck like wild dogs. While Adam Bricker and Gopher and all these guys make fucking comments about how love is just the way of the world. Initially, I made Pepperoni Pizza Clock into a total fucking grease ball. He would sell you heroin. He'd call it heroin, but really it was fucking cat shit. I even made these fucking, like, Pepperoni Pizza Clock clocks that came in 8-inch pizza boxes. I took them to San Francisco. One of them was him jack uh, jacking off a heroin needle with jungle animals (laughs) he's like you just gotta jack her off a little to get her done (laughs) i sold those motherfuckers for 50 bucks a pop took about five to six bucks a piece to make (laughs) drug sell you can sell drugs in different ways that was a fucking crafty little way to fucking hustle up fucking like three hundred dollars in one afternoon And really, I did about $1,200 a week off those things for like a while. Made a bunch of money. Made a shitload of money off Pepperoni Pizza Clock. And he he was better off being a fucking criminal than he was trying to fucking give you uh, two pizzas for the price of one fucking coupons. He was hell for leather, man. That's where he found himself. And he became his own character after that point. A fucking douche. Huh. My grandfather, my mom's dad, he was a cheesy fucking huckster that drove all over fucking Northeast Ohio and pepperoni, Pennsylvania. <laughs> He was a pepperoni fucking pizza salesman. And he drove in this fucked up truck. And he would always say this fucked up shit, dude. I'm not even going to repeat it. <laughs> I can't. Uh, but he would just say this nasty shit to people. Ah, oh, that fucking... It's really greasy dude. I don't know how my mom... Even came from this <laughs> guy, but I remember he had this crazy little red and white fucking suit in the '70s or whatever on his truck, and he'd sell these pepperoni pizzas. And I think that that's really the the internal part of Pepperoni Pizza Clock is my grandfather. He's like really based off him as this cheesy ass fucking pepperoni pizza fucking hustler (laughs) and I could just see him going all over fucking Indiana and Ohio and Pennsylvania in this fucked up dirty little white truck selling these cardboard ass fucking pizzas motherfucker I lived off those things for a long time man and he would hustle them for like five, five bucks a piece. They weren't worth it. <laughs> and I always thought the taste of that fucking pepperoni pizza—that <laughs> was the taste of fucking pepperoni pizza clock. this cardboard-ass fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah, my grandfather, w- you know, ugh. he'd laugh though. He'd get a good laugh. <laughs> I think that's where pepperoni pizza clock gets his audacity is off that laugh alone. (laughs) It's fucked up. Uh, I guess my kid was about nine or ten years old, and I was living in the bottom of a playwright theater in Denver called Theater de Kirk. And it was like this fucking fat bitch who ran it. She really wasn't that great of a person. She gave me the whole bottom of this place, though. And it was only because she had an ulterior motive like I was going to fuck the shit out of her. I think a lot of chicks end up doing that to me in my life, especially when I was a little younger, you know. At that point, my kid would have been like, I don't know. It was right at 2000. So, they had, you know, little theater pieces in the theater, you know, like people would act out shit. And I was like, well, what would it take? You know, you think I could write a musical? And she kind of scoffed me and she's like, I doubt it. Because, you know, I'm only good for dick, apparently. So, you know, I sat back and I fucking wrote uh, my first musical pepperoni pizza clock the musical (laughs) you know and it starts off like he's getting his ass beat by these two cops in the fucking woods and uh, they leave him stranded and then he's talking to his uh, the ghost of his mom and dad and his mom's like a fucking alarm clock and his dad's a fucking slice of pizza oh yeah the drama Barry makes his conscious breakdown of what a piece of shit scumbag he is. (laughs) While his mom and dad's ghosts scorn him. He's left wandering through the woods all beat up and all this shit. And he sees this glow coming out of the woods. And he gets through it and it says, Family time, pizza time family restaurant. And it's him all nice and... With a smile. Neon blue and pink talking pizza clock, you know. It's time for a slice. He ends up busting into it, you know. and Fucking, like, beating up everybody in the restaurant. <laughs> Puts on a Ramon song. <laughs> while he's doing it. You know, that little fucking nightmare plagued me for a long time before I was able to convert that into a fucking... You know, musical or whatever, you know. I never manifested it, but uh. <laughs> the pepperoni pizza clock's own reality. Looking him in the pizza dish. <laughs> uh, I think Pavarotti would have been great doing pepperoni pizza clock. Because he's a great actor too, you know. He just have to get on his knees and wear this fucking walking, talking pizza clock costume, you know. But yeah, he's crazy enough. Next part I'm going to tell you is the lawsuit bullshit. We're going to talk with a lawyer, and then the asshole who fucking thinks he's going to keep using my character, and we're going to wrap this motherfucker up how the fuck does that sound you guys like that shit you like that fucking shit tell me hell yeah that's what i fucking thought motherfucker right on let's get the fuck to it my misery sounds good story of Pepperoni Pizza Clock. It's a long story, man. We're gonna start in the future here, and then we're gonna work our way backwards. And I'll tell you guys everything. (laughs) People really love this motherfucker, man. They really do. Hello? Hello? Hi. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you, Adam,
0: yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about a possible case. I didn't know what my, what the story was or whatever because I'm not familiar with this kind of situation. I've never been in it. Uh-huh. Uh, where a, a restaurant in San Francisco, was using my cartoon character, actually plagiarizing it. Uh, took the character, manipulated it into their own thing, and then uh, I asked him to cease and desist about five years ago. And Do you mind if I cuss? Are you okay with that?
1: Pardon me?
0: Do you mind if I cuss?
1: No, go right ahead.
0: Uh... And they were just kind of fucking snarky assholes about it. So I was just like, um, you know, I really just thought they would, they would cease and desist. I told them it's copyright. It's been copywritten technically since 94, 95. I had it re, uh, uh, re-reinstated under uh, provisional copyright uh, about six, seven months ago. So every once in a while, you know, I'll go ahead and up these. But, you know, uh, for them to use my character, I just, I'm sick of their fucking shit, for lack of a better fucking way to put it. So I was wondering, do I have a case here? Uh-huh.
1: You might. Uh, I would actually have to look at what they're doing with the design and your design. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. It's possible that you have a case. Um, okay. Uh, but, I, but I don't. I mean, if you're going thinking that you want to sue them, uh, I don't do that. I do
0: everything up and up, up I do. I can write a cease and desist letter for you, but if that's you what I want. You, I want to cease. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to sue them necessarily because they're Muslim mafia. I don't need that shit on my yeah. ass, uh, and they got half the tenderloin fucking uh, pigs paid off too. So I don't really want to deal with that shit either. You know. Uh, but I do want to put a cease and desist that they legally have to fuck off.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, uh, you know, if uh, I can fucking no, do that.
1: I can help you with that. You with that
0: that's what uh, I really want to start with. Uh, would it be like, you're, would you suggest at the end if they don't cease and desist after, like, this has gone through? That's when I have, it, it will go into... S- Will, will the state even take litigation on that or what
1: uh, no copy uh, now you say that your copyright is registered right
0: yes okay
1: well that's a federal case that's federal court
0: so yeah, I can't you can't even do anything about it both, uh, oh sorry
1: uh, uh, well no I wouldn't do anything about it because I have no experience in federal court, I would I couldn't do it do it for you because I you know I'm not the person to do it for you. Okay, you know, I would refer you to somebody who can do it, can do
0: that. Um, now what are what are the fine lines of like plagiarism? Like, what do you determine? Like, hey, they've used this character. It's obvious that they did, but I'm just asking you what what is it that what kind of resemblance or close? How close in resemblance does it have to be for you to make a, a correct call?
1: Well, it's got to be a it's got to be a close resemblance. Resemble in this in this case, uh, in, in, in the case of a, a of a cartoon character, uh, it has to be almost exact.
0: Yeah, it is. It, it pretty much is.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I actually did the inside wall painting for them, and they ended up getting these two other kids. It was around 2000... I thought it was around 2010 or 11, and they got these two other kids across the street at this bar to go ahead and draw different versions of my character, which I wasn't necessarily down with, but I like. I like the whole inspiration, and it's really hard for me to get in that Sue mode because I like seeing creativity, you know? And so on that one end, I was like, okay, these kids can do it. But then after they kept, I felt like they just took the liberties too far. I asked them to cease and desist, but I haven't done it by uh, by the book, you know? And okay. that's, what, that's where I'm at now because... Even though they're just like a a small business, I'd rather just, hey, I hope you understand you can't use this anymore, you know, Uh, and that's it. And then if they didn't, I'd have to know, like, I think it's about a 10 to 15 day range legally that they got to cease and desist, I think. Is that correct?
1: Much long, how much time you want to give that.
0: Oh, okay, I thought they might they have, have legally... already. Yeah, I have.
1: No, it, it, it just depends on how much time you want to want to give them. It's already been several years, so in this case, you wouldn't want to give them too much time. I would give them, like, yeah, like you say, 15 days or something like that. Yeah. That
0: sounds good. Um, after that point... Uh, if they don't, what does that look like, legally?
1: Um, well, then, if they won't do anything, I mean, if they just flat out refuse, ideally in cases like this, uh, you want to you want to come to some kind of a settlement, because. Uh, Going into court, going into federal court and litigating an issue like this uh, costs a lot of money and, and it takes a lot of time. So it's in everybody's interest if you're able to settle this without going to court. So, uh, I mean, there's still there's still always the option of going to court, but you what you want to do is you want to see if there isn't some way that you can get them to stop, uh, stop using your image uh, without, it because uh, it'll cost us. It'll take less time. All of that. So uh, that is ideally, what we would like to do.
0: Now, I'm not but sure it's not if that was
1: possible. I mean,
0: go ahead. It's not always possible. I mean, sometimes the only. The only alternative is to sue them. Yeah. Well, I was wondering, you know. So,
1: I like copyright. Go
0: ahead. I'm wondering if they are, like, selling merchandise that they have. Like, uh, you know, does that become, like, a totally different case out of Cease and Desist? Or is that the same thing? What have they been selling my character?
1: That's another another instance of, you know, infringing your copyright. So what? You said that they have this on the wall.
0: I painted one painting on the wall in the back. Mm -hmm. They ended up having, like, Uh a couple people do, like, some different sidewalk signs. I had the original sidewalk sign, which was my character, and he's a talking pizza clock. And the character's proper name is Pepperoni Pizza Clock. It's that simple. Uh, And uh, he's got a big old 13 on his forehead. And so they ended up putting a 12 on it. That would be a difference, but it's the same. They still got even his, like, you know, smug look on his face. That's how I draw this guy. He just looks like a smug fucking asshole. And that's kind of what the whole whole beauty of him is, because he's kind of semi-aggressive and, you know, he's like, time for a slice. So what they did was they took the character, Uh they they kept the look, they changed it to the number 12, but they kept my whole thing, time for a slice. That's mine. Uh That's that motherfucker's tagline, you know.
1: It's just like a a really trivial adjustment to it by changing the 13
0: to a 12. Yeah, you can go up and take a look at it. It's up on Gary and Larkin. If you wanted to do like, you know, go get a slice just to go, you know, hey, just to go look at that and you you get an idea. And if you see the back wall, Mm -hmm. I actually painted that myself. If it's still there, it's like some like hippie kid laying there and he's all, Wow. A talking pizza, or I don't know what what the fuck I wrote. And then the guy's like, hey, not bad, kid. Uh Not bad for, like, some homeless kid, (laughs) you know, (laughs) or whatever, you know. (laughs) But uh, uh, it doesn't say that. But you get this, you get what, you know. Uh, And uh, Uh Uh it's, it's just that whole corner right there in the tenderloin. And so for, like, eight years, I had a marquee standing outside that thing. And it just got rotted. You know, I'm going to tell the story later on on an episode that I'm huh. recording. You know, so I do a podcast, and you know, I I want to kind of uh, keep a track on all the things that are happening. If there e- even is a case, according to you, it sounds like there is a higher possibility of that's becoming like a case. Well, I
1: want to be sure, though. I want to be- Though, that of course, yeah. What was your deal with them or your understanding with them about that design when you actually painted it for them? What was your understanding?
0: Uh, it was a verbal agreement. Um, it was a different owner. Uh, he just left mm-hmm. everything behind and these guys, whoever, it's been under several different new managements and they've just kept it going. I don't think they're aware of what had happened. And it was kind of negligence of the original owner who I had made the, the uh, vo- vocal deal with. You know, so he was like...
1: Okay, so what was, the, what was the oral agreement?
0: It was, I was allowed to get pizza for life out of there. And any food I wanted, anytime I wanted. And if I needed some money, I was allowed to ask for it. The end. That was it, and i and I was starving. I was a starving uh, art student, and I had a lot of gallery stuff going on right there in that area too. uh, so it was kind of easy for him to be like, "Yeah, man, I love this thing. I love this guy, the talking fucking pizza clock, you know <laughs> uh-huh. so everybody he's he's totally like this art uh you know iconic character you know that. You just know who he is, you know, but and he's kind of like not even original in the sense that other people haven't done a talking pizza, but no one's done a talking pizza uh-huh. clock. That's mine, uh-huh. okay. Uh-huh. That's why he says time for a slice. You see what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh-huh. they they just took the the pizza part and kept the character, and still kept my logo. So, you know, if he still has the arrows on there, I mean, it's a shut Okay, I think he, it does, too. I think because that's why it says 12 on his head. And so he, he they still got him as a pizza clock, you know. And like I said, I uh, federally have it covered. So if you think that you would like to, uh, I don't want to keep you on the phone. That was pretty much the gist of it. But uh, if you think
1: okay, that, well, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, well, let's uh, yeah, let's communicate from here on up by email. Uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to sign a, a letter of agreement to establish an attorney-client relationship between us. And I'll actually send you before I send you that. I'll send you like a, a quote that tells me uh, you know the de- that lays out the details of what we're gonna do and how much I'll charge you and that sort of thing. Do
0: you have a ballpark of how much you'll charge me? Uh, well, my, uh, my hourly is $450 an
1: hour.
0: So if you go get a slice, that's, uh, what, $150? bucks. i am just playing. No, we, we can talk, yeah. but we'll, con- yeah. we'll, con- yeah. we'll talk by email, and I appreciate your time, and, and thanks yeah. for telling me what the... You know, legal stances just on it alone, because I really didn't know, and it's okay. nice to hear it. Yeah.
1: yeah well. It pleasure speaking about the will I'll send you an email.
0: Okay, you have my email handle, and I appreciate your time, sir. And okay. thanks for letting me cuss. That's okay. <laughs> All right, bye. Well, you heard the lawyer. <laughs> I got to cuss in the end. Like my dear friend Pepperoni Pizza Clock. Oh man. I guess there is the stories surrounding him. For your fucking entertainment, I left the fucking uh, six and a half minute fucking shitty phone call bonus with the undisclosed pizza place. I doubt I'll fucking pursue it. They're not a fucking franchise. They're fucking some shithole on the fucking wall. But you know, it isn't fucking nice that they fucking did this shit, you know? You know, they... It's on them. Uh, I guess if they were selling merchandise, it might be different. But it does piss me off something fierce. I think I was pissed, pissed off for about fucking, you know, a couple days or whatever, and then I was like, yeah, gotta pick your battles, man. Anyway, <laughs> another one in the bank, huh? You guys got a show? Give me a call, 206-666-5847. Call me or my grandma, fucking grandma Gutter punk, who's actually my mom. All right, stay tuned in, motherfuckers. <laughs> Fucking guar, right? I'm the sole creator of the character that you guys are illegally using, the, the pizza clock. The pizza clock? Yeah, that's not your character. You mean the logo? Yeah, that is my character. It's copyrighted. And i I don't want to have to put a cease and desist on you guys. I was hoping you would just stop using my character because I already asked you guys to cease and desist five years ago. Okay, how was you spoke to? I don't remember the kid's name, but he was really rude, and he totally cussed at me and said he would do whatever the fuck he wanted. And that's why you guys are still using my character. Yeah, that character is not a part of that. That's my character, and I'm so I'm going to ask you as a new owner, because you don't have anything to do with what happened. All uh, right. Can you please cease and desist? Huh? I said we did actually open Astro and we bought the store. We bought it with the logo. Yeah, that logo. That's or at least hire me to redo it, because it's my it's my copyrighted character, man. I did. you still live in San Francisco? No, I don't. And I was kind of really shocked to go on Instagram and to see you guys still using my logo. It's like that's... When we bought the place though we bought it with the logo, we did open escrow. I heard you say that already, and, and I'm going to tell you again, it doesn't matter what was part of your contract, because federally, that character is mine. uh what what with what 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 are you what are you saying you're talking about the sign right i'm talking about the cartoon character yeah, right, which is our logo it's not your logo it's my logo <laughs> it's not even a logo it's a cartoon character Uh, nope, but I would, uh, like not to go in circles and just talk to you directly, since you're the one that has it, and it's not going to do me any good to talk to them, because they're going to wash their hands of it, so I don't need to be sent on, like, some wild goose chase. I'm talking to who I need to talk to right now. Well, look, if I put a cease and desist, are you, selling with, are you selling things that have my character on them? Are we selling things that have your character? I'm not sure as far as... Are you selling merchandise as far as, like, my character you're plagiarizing right now? You mean, like, any uniforms or anything else? I mean, are you using it in any way that you're selling it to the public? No, it's not publicly sold. Uh... It's just this logo, right? So, hey, I'm going to ask you, please, I'm the guy who created it, right? No, I it though, but no, no, listen, let me finish. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, sure, go ahead, but I mean... No, listen, just listen, dude. You're so defensive, I can't get in uh, edgewise, okay? Okay, so please, let's handle this professionally. What, I, what I'm what i going to suggest is, I worked for Mohammed. That's the guy that owned it way before these guys that you bought it from. The character was rented from a guy named Muhammad. He was he hasn't been a part of that store unless you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Okay, Muhammad should know. I made that marquee for him back in 2005. Right. I okay. Am aware of that, huh? I am aware of that. Okay. That's me. No, he did not purchase the character. He didn't purchase the character, dude. Can you give me Mohammed's number? Since you don't want to play ball with me, all I all I was trying to ask was that you let me just draw the logo for you. Well, that character is an insult to my character. You changed it to a 12. It's a 13 that's on his on his head. Right, so did you notice that it's been changed, right? Yeah, that's plagiarism, dude. That's federally against the law. I mean, that's, that's something I'm the going with, to be honest with you. But if you need Muhammad's phone number, I can always provide it to you, though. Okay, well, you had a chance. I guess go ahead and give me Muhammad's number. Yeah. Uh, I believe
1: it is four one five. Just give me one second. Let me make sure to give you a cell phone
0: number. Yeah, I mean, I do apologize. I wish. Well, I already talked to my lawyer, and I'm giving you guys a chance to to like you know do it right. You don't want to play ball. You don't want to handle I mean, it professionally. Well, you're going to be taking the court, I guess. So that's you. You don't. You won't be able to wash your hands. As far as that goes. I have to now because you're not giving me any kind of recall. So are you ready for the phone number? Yeah, I'm Ben ready. 9490 Six seven eight nine four nine zero four one five. That's correct? Correct. And then my name is Eddie. Eddie. You know, I I don't know if you've ever had something stolen from you, Eddie, no, but no, when no. you see someone else no. using it, you print you have a tendency to really not like that very much, you know. Right. No worries, man. But like I said, talk to Muhammad, and uh, you guys figure things out and just. So if he tells you, if he comes to the conclusion that, and he tells you that to stop using it, you'll stop using it. No,
1: I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I mean, I have
0: to, you know. So why am I calling this guy? If it has no recourse legally. No, he does not actually. Okay, so it's really just about you, and you're just wasting my time again. No, I'm not wasting your time, though. Like I Well, said, why do I need to talk to this guy? You're going to be the one that is legally in charge of this.
1: Like I said, when we purchased the location, we did open an escrow, and there was actually nothing on the escrow. So if you have any legal questions, like I said, you can always mail us, and we'll pass it up to our attorneys and we'll
0: take it from there. Yep, I'll have my attorney contact yours. Hey. Yeah, whatever. You've been listening to Adam Air, MD, GED, Underground Cartoon Therapy.